Hello and welcome to Lolly Secrets, a place where we discuss some of the challenges that we face in relationships, the struggles of financial freedom, and the challenges with the Christian faith. I'm Lolly, your host, and today we'll be discussing some of the tips on staying sane over the holidays when with family. The name of the game is basically Grace Under Fire. So we are trying to make sure that we're not offending anyone, but we're trying to ensure that we are creating boundaries so no one basically gets in our space and we're still making sure that we're staying sane and we're having peace of mind during the holiday period. Because holidays can be kind of stressful for a lot of us. You know, we're basically, we've had time to be by ourselves. We're now at a very good place in our lives. And then, you know, you're now with family again. And then there's a lot of things that do come up during the holidays and you start getting stressed again. You know, people start getting into your business. You start getting a little bit stressed. People start asking questions that are none of their business. And it gets a lot of us very uncomfortable. So I just have a few strategies that I've thought about and things I talk to a lot of people about as well. I know a lot of people that do get stressed over these periods and a lot of us have discussed this and we've said, okay, well, we ha- a lot of us have a few different strategies that we've put in place in our different life. I have some that I've done in my, in my life and I know a few other people that have done one or two of these things and they've worked for us over time. So I'm just going to jump into a few of them and we'll see how it works and you know, see if it works for you as well. So the first thing is strategically plan your dates and stick to them. Now, I know it sounds really easy, but sometimes you find that over the holidays, some people, you know, you see that, okay, well, let's say it's Christmas, for example. You're like, okay, well, I have a week to work with. I've paid basically you know, I've got two weeks off, I can come between this date and this date, I can I can be kind of flexible with my times. No, 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 no. It's very important that you set a time limit with what you can and cannot do during the holidays. So if you know you're visiting family, it's really important that you stick to that time frame. You need to keep it short and sweet. So if you know that you're visiting family, you need to say to yourself, I'm going between this date and this date and keep it to that time frame. Do not waver. You need to keep it short and sweet. So I would highly recommend that you say, especially my recommendation is to say, you know, maybe even from the 24th to the 26th, for example. Now, bear in mind that if you have other family members you would like to see, by all means, maybe even see them maybe after the holiday period and another time, for example. But I'm talking about if you have a lot of family members that highly stress you, right? Trying to keep it nice and short and sweet. The shorter it is, the less time you spend with them, the less drama that it will create. So imagine, I mean, I always kind of equate it to those times when, imagine those sailors that only ever saw their wives for a short period of time. There's very little drama that happened. So they would see their wives maybe for like a very short time. So there's no drama that can happen. You know, it's all love, love, love. You see each other, it's short. All you can do is just have joy. It's just like, oh my God, we're so in love. You know, there's little time for drama. It's just love, love, love. 
you know, there's barely any time, even if any drama wants to come up, they would think about it. They would actually have to second guess it and they would have to take, basically they would, before they have a chance to process the drama, they would have to think about it twice because no one wants to create drama when there's only a short time span because they would say to themselves, why create drama when I've only got a short time to spend with this person? I might as well just make the most of it and enjoy them and just enjoy their company and make it as fun as possible. So if the time is short, you keep it sweet. You know, it keeps it fun. It keeps it exciting. You don't want to rock the boat and it just makes it fun. Now, I will say that you can extend the time, obviously, if there's extenuating circumstances. Obviously, if you have an emergency, there's nothing you can do about it. But if you don't have any emergencies, you know, keep it short, two, three days, get bang for your buck, short time, massive impact. And, you know, you get, you use your time wisely and ensure you and your family do a lot with that time. Now, the second thing I would say is if you can afford it, when you're going to see family, I would highly recommend that you stay in a different house. So if you were supposed to stay in the house that family was staying in, so let's say that, um, I don't know, let's say everyone was, maybe not everyone, let's say, let's say majority of the people were supposed to stay in one house. And then there were a few people that were going to stay in houses in and around and then some hotels and stuff. I would recommend you stay in a hotel if possible. If you can afford it, stay in a hotel or in an Airbnb or in a bed and breakfast. I say this because the more you can control of your environment, the better it is for you. Because the less control you have of your environment, the more stressful it is going to be for you in that situation. If you don't have control of your environment, it means there's not much you can do about the situation. So the more control you have of your environment, the more you can take action. So you can imagine being in someone else's house. You don't have a lot of say in what happens in those situations. So you can imagine if you're in someone else's house, you're literally at their mercy. I highly recommend that if you're going to be with family during the holiday period, that you spend it in a hotel or in an Airbnb or in a bed and breakfast close by, as opposed to staying in somebody else's house, if you can afford it, okay? Because you will be more in control of the situation. And guess what? If you're tired, if you need space, if you want to do something, you can take a time out and you can go to your hotel room. You determine what time you go to bed. You determine what time you want to do something. You have more control over your time. So it's much easier for you to feel more at ease in those situations. That's just my two cents on that. So that's, um, guess what? If you, that's only if you can afford it. So you just have to bear that in mind. then the third tip would be he who pays the piper dictates the tune and this means that basically it means that well unfortunately it means that you would have to stay in somebody's house right so if you're being hosted by somebody well it is what it is right you're on a budget which means you're gonna have to suck it up unfortunately it's not the end of the world it has happened to the best of us 
but it just means that you're going to have to have a little bit more grace than the than the than most of us yeah so you're just going to have to be more gracious because if you're in somebody's house right you're going to have to be a very very gracious guest and you're going to have to be very very humble so unfortunately a lot of people who are hosting hosting somebody isn't really the easiest of tasks and there are a lot of people when they have guests in their homes they're not exactly let me not say they're not they're not the nicest of people but some people when they host guests i wouldn't say they're not nice people but they don't necessarily i've been in people's houses and they don't really treat you in the best way i think is the best way for me to say it like i when i host somebody I mean, I think maybe I'm a different host to other people. I host people the way I would I would want to be hosted. So I literally treat people the way I would treat my own child if I had a child. If you know what I mean, like I I I would give them the the exact same towel I would want to use. Um, I wouldn't give them some rag or I wouldn't give them something that I couldn't use. So I've seen it in the past where. I've been hosted in somebody's house before and they would give me something that they wouldn't dare give their own child, if you know what I mean. But they would think it was all right to give it to me and it really made me feel like crap. So in that way, some people aren't really, they think they're doing me a favor by hosting me. And maybe they are, maybe they aren't, but I don't know, I just felt like they didn't do right by me even though in their mind they were they thought they were doing so well by you know putting me up and in my mind it's just like well if you really didn't want to put me up then you shouldn't have to begin with so why bother so if you're going to do it do it right you know what I mean? do you know what I mean but on the on the flip side my point is even if you are not being treated right you still have to be humble and gracious even when not being treated right that's the point i'm trying to make so you still have to smile you still have to be very gracious and be very thankful even when you're not being treated right so you just have to grin and bear it and just take it on the chin because they're still hosting you regardless. And guess what? They could have not decided not to, even if you didn't want to be there, unfortunately. So you bite your tongue and just get on with it because it's only for a few days. Now, the fourth tip, always take a token gift because even if you don't want to be there, guess what? You still need to be gracious. So you'll take a really lovely token gift with you. You don't go empty-handed to a host's house, right? So you take a lovely tea set or maybe um, special chocolates. Um, I also like maybe taking uh, scented candles. I think those are the three main ones I normally do for a special host. If you have any other ideas for a special um, gift, please do let us know. Leave it in the comments. Yeah, leave it in the comments and I'd be happy to read them through. I normally do tea, specialized teas or specialized chocolates or scented candles. They normally go down a treat. Then the fifth tip, when you have all your family around, so... Usually you have like your nuclear family and then their husbands and sometimes you have a lot of cousins as well, depending on how big your family is. Um, But you have a lot of these 
aunties and uncles and let's just say cantankerous old people. <laughs> um, and, you know, they tend to have, basically, you have all this family that you haven't seen in a while. And there's always this barrage of questions. So everyone's always asking you know, why your life isn't this way? Why isn't it that way? And the older generation tend to ask why, why, like, why isn't your life where it should be at? You know, normally they're like, oh, you know, at your age, I was doing this by this age, be it like your job, you know, at your age, maybe at whatever age you are, I was doing, I was, I had finished college by that age, or I was already doing this, I was already a manager at this age, or I already had three kids by this age, or, you know, I was already insert whatever it is you're not already doing by that age, you know, and then they let you know how you're not achieving by that age because you're incompetent, insert, blah, 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 basically trying to upset your peace. And, you know, you start getting that level of anxiety and then you start getting stressed and then you know it it becomes a whole spiral because you know you're already at peace of where you are or maybe you're not who knows but the point is you clearly didn't need that level of you didn't need that you didn't need that barrage of drama basically at that time you're already you don't need anybody questioning you at that moment about where your life is at, it, you know, one way or the other. And them doing that at that moment does not help. And I know that for a fact, you know. And what, what makes it worse is when they start comparing you, first of all, to your other cousins, maybe your overachieving cousin or sister, or even worse, comparing you to themselves at that age. But you know what? The honest truth is some battles are really not worth fighting. Um, So it's just important to pick your battles. I always just say, just literally just ignore them. When they start all these questions, it's important to just pick your battles. There's no point trying to, they're almost trying to get you to justify why you're not where you're supposed to be at in your life. You don't need, you have no, absolutely no reason to justify anything to any of these people. Absolutely no reason. So do not feel in any way that you need to justify anything to them. For me, if they do not pay your bills in any way, shape or form, it is none of their business. Now, I'm not saying you need to say to them it's none of your business because you're not trying to aggravate anybody. You're not trying to upset the room. This is grace under fire, remember. In your mind, you know it's none of their business, but at the same time, you need to remind yourself it's none of their business, but you also need to say it in an agreeable way. So I think the best way to say to them is at the moment... You've decided to yourself that I think the best way to say to them is you're okay with where you are right now in your life. And for now, you're just happy with, you know, you're happy where you are right now in your life. And you're, you know, you're, you're happy and you leave it there and nobody can question you after that. If you tell them you're happy, they can continue on, but they're, they're arguing with themselves and you leave it there. Like there's no need to to continue that conversation further, you know? 
And I think it's important to leave it there. The moment you start arguing with them, it becomes a whole thing. So for me to from me to you as a gift, just don't argue with them. Just leave it there and change the subject. So my next tip will be number six, and that would be once you've basically told them that you're happy with where you're at, and they say, well, blah, 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 and they tell you, you know, well, you shouldn't be, blah, 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 and then they start their insert, you're mad, you shouldn't be happy, or whatever, whatever they want to say, and go off on another tangent, I think it's time for tip six, which is schedule time for you. It is now time to insert, take time for a nap. So that's when you decide that you want to take time for a nap or go for a long walk. So what I tend to do is, you know, before or after a meal, just go for a long walk or decide to go for a nap or, you know, something like that. Because by then I know that my, my patience starts to wear thin from all those questions and all that nagging. And yeah, I definitely will need to go for a nap by then. Because, I mean, your patience is wearing thin. You're losing all that grace that you've already stored up. Um, you know, to be honest, it's a lot, you know. You definitely need to go for a walk or to take a nap or something. But you need a break from all that drama. You know, I don't encourage, you know, going for a cigarette or anything. Or you just need to go and take your deep breath or something. But you definitely need time for you. You need to schedule time out for yourself. So I recommend just taking time away from everybody just to recharge your batteries. Um, and in that, I wholeheartedly recommend just, you know, taking time for you. So yeah, go for a walk, take a nap, whatever you need to do, do it for you. But it's definitely important that you do that. And then on to tip seven, once they feel that you're not listening to them, uh, once you've told them that, you know, you're happy where you're at, they will then have all this advice waiting for you. Because as much as they think you, you say that you're happy, they will not believe you. So they will have all this unsolicited advice waiting for you on how to tackle all these life challenges that you Although you say you're fine, they don't believe you're fine. So they believe you have all these challenges is that um, you, you've told them that you're okay with. They obviously think that you need help and they think that they can help you. Um, so <laughs> bless them. They, they think they can be very helpful. And so they're coming from that perspective. And, you know, maybe they can be helpful. Maybe they do have a perspective that you haven't seen. And so sometimes coming from some older, wiser people, it can be good to listen to some perspective that you haven't heard before. So on that note, sometimes I do listen and I say, okay, maybe there's something I don't know. Let me hear it out. You never know when you can hear one good nugget that, you, that you've never heard before. So I listen and I hear. And maybe in like two hours of conversation, I hear one thing I've never heard before. Sometimes it's good. Other times, not so much. But you never know when you're going to hear one good thing that you've never heard before. You know, it works sometimes. Um, but, you know, you, you try not to be rude. You listen. 
Um, and it works. So it works sometimes. Um, it depends on how much patience and grace you have. I recommend you do that up to a certain point. Depends how much of it you can take at that time. So I say listen as much as you can. Get as much of the unsolicited advice as you can take. Listen to another person's perspective, somebody you actually respect. And then some others, maybe not. <laughs> and then there are some other people, though, which leads into my next point. Um, there are some other people you just know that they are throwing in the two, three cents. They're not really trying to... Uh, they're not really trying to actually give advice they are doing this passive aggressive thing where they're using it as a way to throw slide digs at you i've had some aunties cuz i'm overweight right i have i have had some aunties who they're they're not actually trying to help me they're just trying to tell me that i'm fat in different ways they don't have they don't actually have solutions for me they just want to tell me in five different ways that i'm fat so me knowing this but still trying to give them a chance to see maybe they actually have some solution they've never come up maybe there's there's some solution that i've never heard from like i've never heard before maybe there's something they want to tell me i thought maybe i'd give them a chance and see if there's something they want to tell me and they just found different ways to tell me how fat i was and i realized that that's all they were trying to do they were just trying to find different ways to tell me that i was fat and my sister says something to me, tip number eight, by the way, I've moved into tip number eight. My sister always says something to me. She says, Lolly, don't let the devil use you. This is what she says to me. And what she means is that <laughs> basically some people, even when they don't mean well, yeah, they say things and... In those moments, you know, you get triggered really badly and you really, those are the moments when all your good efforts from the whole night, those are the people that will actually turn you to a demon and make you want to like ruin the whole night and just finish and annihilate them. Because And guess what? No one's going to remember all the good you've done the whole night. It'll take just that one moment to end it all. And you could feel yourself getting triggered and you can see how the whole night's going to end. And it doesn't matter that you've been so good the whole night. It doesn't matter that you, you all of a sudden don't care that, you know, you, do, you all of a sudden you don't care that you need to be good, that, you know, everything becomes screw it all. You just stop caring <laughs> anymore. All of a sudden, actually, you want to tell everybody how much you don't, like, you know, this person... You, all of a sudden, everybody who's been annoying you, you want to tell them how much they're annoying you because you've hit the end of your tether. It's the straw that broke the camel's back and you're absolutely done. And then you just realize, oh my God, if I do this, it's all over because of this idiot. And then you just have to rein it in. After all the breaks you've taken and everything, this one person's going to ruin it all? No, this cannot be the one thing that ruins my peace. And then, and then you whisper to yourself, that tiny little whisper, protect your peace, protect your peace, protect your peace. 
And then the person sees that you're nearly about to lose. And then you're like, no, you are not the one person who's going to end it all for me tonight. No, sorry. And then you rein it back in again. And you're like, you know what? No, this is not going to happen. I'm not going to let the devil use me today. Not, not today, Satan. Not, not today, Satan. And then you rein it all back in again. And then you're back. And then that's when tip number nine comes in. Tip number nine comes in and you're like, okay, guys, I need a distraction. Let's play some games. And then you remember you brought some board games. And then you remember you brought your PS4. And then you remember that we're playing some, I don't know, Connect Four. You're playing Uno. You're playing Monopoly. And then you're playing, I love board games, by the way. And then you're playing um, Snakes and Ladders, all kinds of games. You know, you play... um, card games, all kinds of different things. Monopoly in our house. Um, Yeah, we love Monopoly in our house. Um, What other games do we play? We play all kinds of games. We really, I love Payday, all kinds of games. Uh, Gosh, what else do we play? Yeah, we, we play all kinds of games. We have about five different types of Monopoly. So Monopoly, Payday, Game of Life, lots and lots of card games. Uno is one other type of card game. Obviously the PS4, all kinds of PS4 games. So just little things like that. And those are kind of distractions that we did. Tip 10. Now, this is important and it probably should have come up earlier. So basically, anytime you go to a family gathering, anything like this, holidays, anything like that, it's important that you always have some kind of partner. Now, when I say partner, I mean like a partner in crime. I know that sounds dodgy, but what I mean is it doesn't have to be like your spouse. I mean, just some kind of tag team, somebody. And you just basically need to always have some kind of, I don't know, um, a partner. So somebody to always tag team with. You, You need to always have a partner in crime so that you need a wingman. That's it. So you need to always have a wingman for every family event. It's the same way you need a wingman when you're out and about in town. Reason being is that it's a doggy dog event at family events as well. Things are always going to go down. The reason why you need that so that you could also always have a sign as well. There are things that happen in family events so that you can always literally look across the room and give the I'm in danger sign. You need that in family events as well. When you have that creepy uncle, you need to give the sign, I'm in danger. You need to give the sign, I'm in danger. When you have that aunt that is about to corner you, when she needs to say, oh, I have this guy, I want to match, you know, do a matchmaking thing for you. You need that sign, I'm in danger. You need to give that sign of, oh, you know, all's well, you know, in the corner here. Like, You need different signs. You need to say, girl, you need to get over here because they're bringing out the apple pie. Like, we all need these signs. Like, it's important. And same thing, you know, when you're giving your husband or your spouse the sign when, you know, the the good cornbread comes out or (laughs) when my dad is like the like major cook in our house. So if my dad is bringing out a new batch of something, I need to be able to give the sign to my husband and say, 
listen, dude, from across the room, this is coming out. You know what I mean? Or my dad says, oh, if my dad changes the tone, his tone of voice to something, I, can, I need to be able to give my husband the sign that, okay, something just happened. My dad just got triggered, like danger alert. Like these things, it's happened. You need to be able to tell your husband something's going down. You know what I mean? So we need to always have these signs and that's why you always need to have your um, your wingman. And my husband's my wingman, you know? So you must always have these wing people at family events. This is important. And so just to round up, my final, final tip for the holidays is that you need to graciously... Thank your host when you're leaving these events and let them know that you had a wonderful time. You know, it's really hard work putting these events together. Um, It's not easy cooking for a lot of people. Everyone's eating and eating. You know, everyone's moving around. There's a lot of cleaning to be done. You always need to make sure everything happens on time. You need to make sure everything's done. It's not easy making sure that this whole event takes place and happens and everyone's happy and it's not easy. So it's always nice to just show your appreciation in any way you can. Um, And even if it's just a text, even if it's just an email afterwards, it shows that you care. So do something lovely for your host afterwards. When you leave, send a quick note, send a gift basket, you know, send an email telling everyone what a wonderful time you had, whatever the case may be. You know, hosts always get a bad rap and day, but, you know, it's not easy hosting these things. It's hard, but we love it at the same time. I love hosting events and I always bitch and moan about it all the time, but I still love them at the same time too. But it's not easy and just make sure you show your appreciation. Um, But at the same time, some of you hosts out there, lighten up, okay? (laughs) I hope these tips do help you. They sure will help me. I use some of these and I created some of these for my friends as well. I know they will help. Thank you so much for listening. Do rate, like, and subscribe. I've been Lolly, your host. Have a happy holidays. Ciao.